Hello, beautiful people and fellow winers, and welcome to another episode of A Little Something to Wine About with your hosts, Siobhan Camille and Ta'e Michelle, where we whine while we whine, W-I-N-E, about life, relationships, family, just all of it, okay? All of it, guys. Okay, all the things. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it is fourth Wednesday, which means we've here for the culture, our for the culture series, you know, talking about black American issues. Um, and I want to specify because there are black people all over the world, man. And I can't speak to a black Honduran or a black Frenchman or a black Brit or a black Australian. Yeah. I don't know them struggles. I don't know their life. Now, if one of y'all okay. want to come talk to us, I would love to hear. Which Send us an email, you know? Yes, now definitely but we're gonna be talking about black american issues in our for the culture and today we are whining about coping versus surviving um this is a little heavy y'all sorry but we need to just we gotta we, we just gonna scratch the surface of it just a little bit there's so much about coping and survival in this world as a black american in this country as black american just just all of it so we are going to just scratch, scratch, just scratch the surface, like caress it off the epidermal, the, the top layer, just a little bit, because this is deep, 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 and we're not about to get that deep. We don't have that time. So grab a glass of your red, white, rosé, whatever you have, and join us on the couch. Don't drink and drive. Oh. <laughs> that was the fastest disclaimer ever. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Um, I hope you guys are having a wonderful week as always. Um, it's still April, so Romano is still our featured wine of the month. Uh, we have two brand new wines this month, uh, this month, uh, two brand new wines this week that we will be introducing. Um, so before we jump into this topic, Siobhan, let's, let's hear about your popping great situation you got going on over there. So yes, we are great popping. It's hot grapes in my house. It is now spring, guys. Like we are here. And it went from winter to spring summer because it's just hot. Yes. It's yes. Just- I think that's been a common thing of anybody that I've talked to today. Like yesterday, they were like, oh, okay. And today is like, oh my God, we hit 80 degrees. So it's just hot, y'all. We and, asked um, for it though. You know, I we asked we asked for God to make a decision. We now that we did do. <laughs> I didn't think his decision would be hell, but you know, <laughs> I don't think we've reached hell. Let I'm sweating. Catch My be, wine is sweating. Catch us around yeah. your birthday. Your birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout yeah, out to the so. shout out to the other July babies in the world, Cancers and Leos. I guess I gotta include y'all Leos. Y'all July. Anyway, so <laughs> I have, I'm drinking Liberty and I intentionally saved this for this episode for the culture. Let's, let's get on this Liberty. It is a 2019 semi-sweet blended white wine. Um, I'm, I'm interested. It says this blend will seduce you with sweetness and leave you wanting more. Enjoy oh. with salad, white sauce, pasta, and shellfish. And I like all of that that they just said. So I am looking forward to this right here. <laughs> well, I mean, can you taste this week? Because, you know, last week you had a little bit of 
sinus allergy. Yeah, so week. I was sick, y'all, for uh two weeks ago for cis plus one. I I I was sick. Um yeah, I'm not I was good last for wine with the guys. I'm still good today. I'm just it's just hot. Okay. But that's okay. why I was sick because God didn't want to know what he wanted to do. So we, we had to check in up on you know, we had to check in up in up on you. Um I will be having the bald eagle white. The fact that the name of this wine and your wine are such statements. Right, right. Mine was not intentional. I'm gonna tell oh. you. My, I, my, it wasn't. Um, yep. And this is a dry white wine. I saved it because actually I chose this one to be last. I didn't read the name, but I chose this one to be last because it's a dry white wine. And I tend to like dry white wine. So for me, that's, that's why this one was last. I didn't even pay attention to the name, but it's fitting, huh? Um, Okay, this says, this is a very soft, pleasant, and lingering dry wine that has a nice, crisp, fresh finish with rose petal aromas, complemented by a fruit-filled uh, palate. Um, pairs well with most fish, shrimp, lobster dishes, cheeses of all kinds, friends, and life served chili. So, that's a nice little intro, intro to the wine let's let's see oh it is clean yeah oh yeah Ooh. oh this smells okay yeah i don't know what that smell is but i like it <laughs> it smells like a dry like it doesn't have an oaky smell to it but it has the, I guess it's the rose petal aroma. You know how like a rose, I don't know if I'm saying this right, smells dry. Yeah, like rose water is, yeah. Yeah, it, it has that type of scent to it, but it's it's not like overwhelming. It's a subtle one. So we shall see what this tastes like in a moment. Um. So before we get, well, getting started on this topic, um, what brought us to this is one, because we deal with day-to-day -day life being in the skin that we're in. And it's, it's always quote unquote, a struggle, um, which we will talk about that whole phrasing at another time, because that's something that I'm sick of hearing, um, in reference to, uh, describing us as a culture, the struggle, you know, the struggle is real. I'm tired of that. Um, one, because we're not the only people struggling. So that's again, but that's that's for another time. Um, but when we speak of that, we also think of the other natural sayings that we tend other natural things we tend to say, oh girl, I'm just I'm 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 surviving, you know, I'm coping. And for those who don't know the difference between that word surviving, um is more or less you just continue to live and exist in spite of danger or like like something hard like you know oh I survived you know you survived a tornado like you know like something of 
a, of a huge magnitude of danger or hazard, you know? Um, while coping is, uh, I guess coping is just the way that you're dealing with it. So surviving is, is kind of like, who we are making it through and coping is just, uh, I'm, I'm just dealing with it. So they, and I don't know if I'm describing them right, but, um, I think coping is just dealing with a difficult situation. Meaning like you're going to tread lightly through the situation. Or I'm, I'm going to just deal with it how I deal with it. Kind of like when we say it is what it is. That's more of a coping mechanism. Um, and surviving is more of a, ooh, I got to do, you know, a, a, a dangerous, like a heightened type. I hope I'm, I'm, hope I'm saying this right. Siobhan, come on, dictionary. You okay, too. thank you. All right. So <laughs> in the dictionary, because y'all know. I killing you over there. I hope I like, you were on the right track, though. You were on the right track. Okay, you were very okay. much on the right track. Okay, so survive, the definition of the verb, the action to survive. Um, and this comes from Oxford Languages. Thank you, Google. Uh, to continue to live or exist, ex especially in spite of danger or hardship. Okay, okay. Um, to continue or, second, similar, to continue or to continue to live or exist in spite of an accident or ordeal, you know, okay. survive an accident, surviving an assassination attempt. That right, right, gotcha. To cope, the verb, once again, the action, is <laughs> to deal effectively with something difficult. Okay. Or to have, speaking more of machines or systems, but I think this still applies, to have the capacity to deal successfully with. Something. Okay. Okay. So, so I think I was on the right track. You was ready? Then I can I can give myself a pat on the back for my arm sore from a workout a couple of days ago. So you know I got got work through that. Um, but in reference to us, in reference to the culture of the Black American, those are two things that we have become very. Um, we have adapted to our day to day life. And I feel personally like it, one, it was at, one, at some point in time, it was out of necessity. Um, do I still think that some of those necessities exist today? Absolutely. Otherwise, there would be no reason for the Black Lives Matter movement. Otherwise, there would be no reason to protest some of these other things that we have to protest. Um, it wouldn't be any, it wouldn't be certain conversations that would have to be had if we weren't still dealing with either coping or surviving. Um, but my question to all of us, let's do this. Y'all comment below, like down in the comment section, are you coping or are you surviving? Or are you kind of doing a little bit of both? What, what's your status? Because me personally, I don't, I feel like I'm doing both. I feel like there are certain situations that I, I'm kind of like, okay, it is what it is. But I feel like that's kind of my survival defense mechanism, if that makes sense. And when you sit down and think about that, at least me personally, when I sit down and think about that, it's heartbreaking. To live in a state of mind of coping or just surviving 
on a day-to-day basis is heartbreaking and it's damaging. And it that is a traumatic experience. Um, since, you know, y'all like using that word trauma and I feel like trauma, I'm sorry, the words to, I apologize to the word trauma for being abused in the way that it's being abused. But in this situation, talking about this type of conversation, living that day-to-day can be a traumatic, a real traumatic experience and not just a a hurtful feeling. Um, Because ultimately it becomes a state of mind. You know, when something happens, you hit survival mode. Survival mode shouldn't be every day walking down the street or just because you woke up and you got dressed. You should not have to live in survival mode. Mode meaning it's just a certain period of time constantly. That is traumatic. And I feel like here in America, that is a lot of an unfortunate part of our culture. Um, Due to experiences and systematic things that are put in place to keep us oppressed. (laughs) But I feel like I'm surviving through this thing we call life and coping with certain issues. Um, What about you, Siobhan? You think you're surviving or coping or a little bit of both? So where I work, y'all, we have, no, 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 because seriously, I hear about this so much, not the coping part, but I'm going to come to y'all. So where I work, we do a lot of, um, it's a consultant firm, and we give a lot of courses, professional development courses, especially for leaders and managers and that type of thing, right? And every course, whether you're talking about living in America or fragile conflict, violence, like countries you know the so-called third second whatever like I was on I've been on one for the past it was like a three-month course guys but I produce it I support it and it's for fragile conflict and violent ridden um, countries and people who are leaders in them who are you know in in this certain organization and their leaders in that Um, we have other ones that are for more U.S.-based you know, leadership programs and all that. And the reason I bring this up is because every one, every course, and there are, we give a crap ton of courses, guys, like in the cinema, but every course has a component in it called thriving and surviving, every single one. And it has made me, and in, in being a part of providing this course and hearing the course content. And let me tell you, I appreciate my job because I feel like I take these courses and I don't really take these courses. Like I take these courses because I know the trainer, you know, you sit through it over and over. You learn. I learned a whole lot about mindset my first year. I've learned a lot about surviving versus thriving. And that hit home because as you said, to live constantly in survival mode is damaging, quite frankly. Um, what I feel for me is I'm trying to thrive. Survival to the, to the letter of the definition that we just gave is about living through a dangerous or damaging or accident or some serious ordeal. But you're not living in that every day. And the definition of to thrive is to flourish, right? 
So to me, I want the culture to get past one, romanticizing the struggle. As you said, the struggle is real, all of that. Wine for another time. But that feeds into the survival because it's gotten to the point where I think people are romanticizing the struggle. Mm-hmm. And I say this to the to the fact that if you have someone who grow up who grew up middle class, raise his hand. There's constantly this, oh, you're not black. You're not black enough. And we had that mm-hmm. whole we had that whole conversation, guys. It's literally called not black enough. If you want to go, gonna be, it's going to be suggested at the top. It's there. If you want to take a look at that, but I mean, it's there. Um, and that's and that and that's my thing. Like our we the the grand great 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 grands has to get past the point where we're uh, romanticizing struggle and where we are stuck forever in survival mode and if you're not in survival mode that's a problem it's not thrive and flourish like get past the point of always being in survival because you're going to have moments where it is truly you know again a life or death situation there are going to be those moments Every time you get behind the wheel of your car, you put yourself in the risk of that moment, let me tell you. So why walk through life that way? I'm mm-hmm. not saying that there's there's not more likelihood if you're in certain areas or being of a certain ethnic group or being of a certain gender or whatever, but the focus, the drive should not be survival to me or coping. It Because sure. both of those are very passive. They are very passive. You're letting life happen to you. Thrive, flourish, take the aggressive, take the action and don't be passive about it. Be, be, you know what? I'm gonna live in this life. Something's gonna come, okay. And that's what you, that's to me is my thing. I think I have learned to healthily over the past two years, especially, especially having taken these courses again and again and again as I give them. Um, the difference of thriving versus surviving. And I would really tell people, my, my, my suggestion to people would be to really assess if you are always in survival mode and if you can put yourself in thriving mode. Because sim- most simply put, for something that everybody I think can relate to, survival is check to check. Thriving is I got savings. That, that, there's, there's, therein lies the difference. Therein lies the difference. In most simplistic financial terms, that is surviving. Surviving is, man, if, the, if anything goes wrong, <laughs> it's going to be a whole problem. Thriving is living to me. Surviving is letting life happen to you, and thriving is living. Simply put. Yes. Um, we we have to be more, um, like she said, intentional with our thoughts, intentions, uh, our moves, our day-to-day moves, basically. Um, thrive, being constantly in thriving mode, I'm not thriving, excuse me, survival mode, or in the uh, mindset of coping with, um, you put yourself, to me, at a greater risk. One, because when you're in survival mode, you're, 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 you're trying to survive. So you're all, your tensions are high. You can't relax. And that stress, we all know stress is a killer. You know, the high blood pressure, the high cholesterol, the, you know, heart attacks, all those things 
stress, you know, stress causes all of those things. And being in that mode constantly can build your stress levels up to the point where now they're de detrimental to your physical, you know? So now you're so stressed out because you're so stuck in this, oh, I gotta do this to survive mode that you don't, you can't breathe. Now on the flip side of that, coping with everything, like you said, is very passive. I mean, they both are passive, but to me, coping is the worst. Coping is, to me, another, when I hear someone is coping with something, eventually coping with it, you become desensitized because you're so used to, oh, it is what it is. I mean, I deal with it, it you know, it's okay. It, that type of thing. And before you know it, you have allowed things to happen, things to happen to you. You have allowed people to get over on you. You have allowed opportunities to pass you by because you're just dealing with it. You're just going through the motions and you're not being intentional on your life, your decisions, the direction you're choosing to go. Um, you know, I hear so many of us talk about the dreams, especially the older generation, you know, the dreams that they had, um, but they put them on hold because they had a child, you know, at that point, they, to me, I feel like they were either put in survival mode or they were just coping with the fact that they had the child and, you know, now I got to give up everything. No, you don't. And I can appreciate the fact that now we are somewhat coming out of that mindset um, of, oh, well, you know, just in this situation specifically, speaking oh i had a child so now my life is over no your life is not in actuality your life has just begun um and it's just begun to the point where now you're leading another person who's going to look at what you're doing and you're now training them to, are you going to train them to just cope are you going to train them to just survive now i'm not saying that these things aren't a good thing in a way but you, they have to be managed you know to, to you cope with death is one thing um, but you do, it's, it can be, a, it's a part of the grieving process, but it's not the full grieving process. So we can't get stuck on that. Um, being in survival mode can actually save your life. Literally save your life. But again, it's a mode. You have to come out of it. You can't be there all the time. Um, otherwise, it would be a lifestyle instead of, you know. So we, we have to be more intentional on those decisions and um how we move just in general you know um and one thing that i am a firm believer of is if we stay in survival mode them others will treat us as such um i feel like us being in survival mode adds to stereotypes um us coping with things adds to stereotypes um, so we, we, we have to be aware of that as well, you know, oh, well, black people always lazy, you know, you know, what well, the daddy ain't in the house, you know, all of that. That's a survival, that daddy might not have been there. You might, baby girl might not have seen daddy because daddy was working three jobs. He's in survival mode. You're feeding into a stereotype. These things, like, 
like I said, it's deep. <laughs> it's deep. And my brain is going in the five different directions, but I'm trying to stay focused. My dyslexia is going fake, fake, fake. Um, I'm not even concerned about what others think, quite frankly, because I'm going to be honest. The people who hate no, you it's for not- whatever they hate you for are going to hate you for that. My, my thing about it that. is, my thing about it is take care of yourself. Like you can't serve, you can't thrive if you're constantly in survival. And if you're always coping, the thing about coping and survival is whether others or internally, sorry, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a black woman. So let me tell you from the woman side point, if you are constantly walking around coping and surviving, you also set yourself up to be taken advantage of. You set yourself up to be a victim. You set yourself up to live in victimhood because people will be, oh, I mean, she going to cope with whatever I give her. Oh, she going to, I mean, she going to deal with it. Because that's what coping and surviving is about, is dealing with whatever life hands at you. Whether that life is your job fired you, whether that life is um, COVID happened to you, whether that life is cancer and any other illness, whether that life is some man now put his hands on you, whatever that happens to be, if you allow yourself to cope and deal and go forward and serve, this, 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 that's my issue. I agree with her 100% on the passiveness of coping. I will tell anybody, cope for a second. Like that, that should be, that should be like two seconds and we're, we're moving forward because living and coping is when people keep dropping stuff on you. And to mm-hmm. quote Zora Neale Hurston, that's when you become the mule of the world. And black lady, ladies specifically, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't let the world drop their problems on you because you're going to cope and handle it. And that's my whole issue with this whole superwoman thing that people put out or like that black women are the super... No. The and strong, I've seen... The strong black woman. And I've seen... I've seen more and more young women our age and under, and I'm so happy to see this, say, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Because that feeds into, and I, so again, and I understand what Michelle is saying about stereotypes, because that does feed into the stereotype of where medically people go, oh, well, you can take whatever. You can survive whatever. You don't have as high, you have a higher pain threshold. You don't feel pain because of that strong black woman narrative that was foisted upon black women because they were constantly coping and they were constantly dealing and they were constantly in survival and it is okay and i'm happy to see that now people are like yeah no i'm not coping with that i'm not surviving that i i hurt too i bleed too i'm i feel pain i'm not a superhero um i my my thing is be careful with coping and survival because others and i'm not even saying this as far as like racially others i'm saying literally other people depending on who you're around will take that as a cue that you're an easy target and don't be that just don't be that don't be that yeah i, I get that yeah because sometimes we don't be right by each other either. that's a whole another part of our culture that we have to uh correct um yes but I was specifically talking about others because the one thing we have to recognize that it starts within first. Um, if we don't, then we're giving permission. 
for others too, for others not to. Why? Why would you expect someone else to care more about you than you do? You know? So if I am in surviving mode or we are in surviving mode as a community or we are in coping mode as a community, why would we expect someone that's not in our community to look at us any differently? That's where I was coming from. Um, it's a self, we, we gotta do a self check on that. Um, now, there are certain things like, there's a purpose for coping. There's a purpose for survival mode, as we stated. Um, techniques in Shaman, so what would you think some techniques? Let's 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 try to help us because I know we talk about it. But what do you think some techniques are to especially because you know you've taken the classes, you know, give us some techniques it, that will help us as a community to thrive more versus just surviving or coping with something. First is just one or two, you know, just, just I mean, I'm gonna give y'all one or two of, of the my company's suggestions and then I'm gonna tell y'all what I do. Okay. Um, because I'm a y'all y'all ain't gonna like my mine is my I have one step, my personal. But on the <laughs> professional, the professional would say to thrive is acknowledge one, acknowledge when you need to be in which space. Acknowledge when you need to survive and acknowledge when you have the opportunity to thrive. Think of it like this, because I like to give metaphors that are easy to digest. If you are driving, and I'm assuming that anybody that's listening to this is old enough to get, at least have a license, okay? Hopefully. Right. Riding a bike, you know, you, you drive a bike. Like a I mean, you know, you are, you are doing something. Just in case. But if you're drinking, if you're joining us on the couch with this beer wine glass, then I'm a whole you drive. At least you have the age. You're at least of the age. 16 plus, okay? Okay, I, okay, okay. That's what I'm saying. That's I'm not saying you have to have the license. Just be old enough that you know could. That like you could. You drove a go-kart. Yes? Fair. Fair. Whatever, because right. this applies to that. <laughs> know when to survive and know when to thrive. Because if you're constantly in survival mode, you will miss the opportunity to get out. So for a driving, for a driving scenario, we all know that sometimes if you're stuck behind the slow truck, God, if you are stuck behind the slow truck in the left lane at that, you may not really realize because you're so focused on I'm in the left lane. This is supposed to be the fast lane. I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to that the right, the right side, they move, they book and you are just stuck behind the slow truck. You just got to get over, speed up and get in front. And you would have, you'd have thrived had you moved on. Sometimes you just got to, you got to switch lanes, man. I mean, Michelle yeah. said this before, just lane switch. Sometimes you got to switch. The pivot. The pivot. The pivot. The pivot. That pivot. That's number one. Number two is, and I'm trying to remember, because, you know, I'm a little on spot of what, what is said in this. It's in okay. This but the second I do remember is find something to celebrate. Small victories. Small Yo. victories. Y'all. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Find something to celebrate. Even if it's a kid's birthday, your own birthday. <laughs> My birthday is a holiday. Your own birthday, you know, you just got a new weave. You just got a new TV. 
you just got your nails done it's your little cousin's birthday you just got on skates and you haven't been in skates in 10 years yeah, and you didn't bust your behind okay look I'm, I'm over here trying to hide my fingers because i feel not me right now. oh i know mine are a mess but anyway whatever your small victories are celebrate them because that will help take you out of survival mode because you will be like i did this it's an achievement it's an accomplishment and noting your achievements and accomplishments help you to realize you can thrive and where you are thriving even if you're in it'll help move you from survival mode when you celebrate the last thing that comes to mind is do something for you. Mm. Take that time to do something for you because especially when we're in survival mode, you're, we're usually so worried about getting to the next part, getting to the next part, getting to the next part. And it's usually because we have responsibilities or pressures on us that are external because it's, it's life happening to you. But you have to take time to yourself to say, you know what, I'm going to exercise for an hour every day. I'm going to walk around the block every week. I'm going to take this time to, again, if it's good show now, I'm going to get my nails done. And I'm just saying, because I really need mine done. Um, I'm going to go get my hair done. If you're a fella, fellas, I'm, talk, I'm thinking about y'all too. I need to get my hair cut. I need to go get some shoes. Now, I'm not saying do this irresponsibly, especially if, what, especially if you're taking care of you requires money exercise unless you got a gym membership really is you walking down the street you can do some yoga is youtube all over the place you can do some stuff but if you're one of those people that's like y'all i'm a, I'm a treat me in a brunch a lunch a dinner some shoes some nikes some tent whatever don't let that and we literally just talked about finances in the last one don't let that mess you up because that will keep you back in survival mode if you're spending outside of what you have because a lot of the times when we're surviving as black people it's financially let's just it is um those are the three things that come to mind from my professional my professional head says that okay <laughs> as the leg crosses <laughs> my fellow whiners my personal my personal advice is every now and again and i have to quote cat williams forgive me i'm gonna say it just like this Hit that bucket button. That, I mean, like, I'm gonna be honest. I smacked the crap out that button. It's on my nightstand. F it. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because what I have learned in this life, you're gonna be, you can spend so much time in survival mode and life will still hit you. Yep. You're going to constantly be hands up, ready, ready, and it's still gonna hit you when you don't see it because life's not gonna fight fair. Okay, it's not. You're not gonna see everything coming that's gonna come at you. And if you, if, <laughs> I hate to say, if you did it before, if do it again. If you did it before, you can do it again. If you were in survival and you got out, you can. You dance this line, honey. And sometimes it's a matter of saying, nope. Effort and nope are pretty much the same button. Two yes, sides and of the same button. And sometimes if you're coping, because again, like I said, it'll make you. Fall, fall into victimhood if you are your, your boss is just too much you know and you and and know that there could be consequences with this but if you really get to your breaking point tina turner got to hers in the back of that look that car people okay um people get there all the time you get to a point where you say f it and sometimes people don't realize until after that was the best thing they ever did correct and I was just talking to my mom literally about um, just that. 
you know, um, and, and in my job, um, I have a coworker and I, we, we go back on, you know, we, we rely back and forth on one another as vents, um, as encouragers, as just a, 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 a ear to listen to. Um, and I was literally just talking to my mom about the word, no. Um, my coworker is a different generation than I. And he has a hard time with telling people no. Um, and I have, I, that's one of our biggest disagreements. We don't agree on that. Um, in the industry that we work in. Uh, and I'm like, it, there's a way to tell people no. Uh, we have to get out of the mindset of no is only acceptable when it has to do with sex and sexual assault. We have to. No is still a word and it means no. Um, we, we have now gotten to this thing where the community says, well, I'm setting boundaries. I'm not setting, it's not a boundary. The answer is no. And it's okay to say no for things other than sexual assault. It's okay to say, no, I'm not doing this. No, I'm not going there. No, you're not going to, or this situation is not going to put me in a place where I go, it is what it is. The answer is no, it's not what it is. It's going to be what I make it. And what I'm making it is not this. Um, that's a part of being intentional, but the, the answer is no. Um, and and that's, that's, that's the thing. And, and I know throughout history, in our community, us being able to say no was definitely frowned upon. It wasn't it even was, a possibility at some point. It was, at some point, it wasn't a possibility. But then later on, became frowned upon. It, it became as uh, you're, you're insubordinate. You're not a team player. You're not for X, Y, and Z. So the word no became a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Um, it, it's a great thing to say no. Um, like she said, the effort button, I'll be honest with you. I love it. I love it. And honestly, it releases you. It releases you. Um, and for those who, I don't, well, when, when, when I get to my points, I say effort. But for the most part, I know, God, you did not create me to worry. You did not create me to live in fear. Meaning you did not create me to just cope through this, to walk through this and just, you did not create me to be worried and stressed out and fearful of what the next thing is that's coming. No, that's, you You didn't create me to do that. So my effort button is, you know what, God? You know, this is above my pay grade. I'm gonna leave this to you. And that's for those who have, you know, who don't understand the effort, which I'm sure all of us should. But you know, for some of us who are more holy, 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 churchy, uh -huh. I'm gonna put it in those words, okay? Um, because I have those moments too, and, and faith plays a part in that as well. And I could go, you could go that route um, with with the survival and the coping mechanisms <laughs> of life. Um, but yes, we definitely have to understand that if you had. Keeping it in the professional realm. If you have PTO, take it. If you are getting to the point where you are going to work every day 
and you're either so tensed up where you're ducking and dodging, like she said, you dodging those punches, and you have time off, take it. A lot of our jobs have mental health days. You don't use them, but you need them. They're there for a reason. Use them. And when you use them, use them to literally do just that. Breathe. Get away. Turn it off. Take the key out. Close the door. Don't answer that phone call, email, text message. Detach. And do whatever it is that you need to do to pull yourself out of survival mode. To pull yourself out of, oh, I'm just, I'm just getting day by day. No. No. And, you know, she, she spoke on the financial part, and that's definitely a thing in our community, and we know it, um, and, and we know why. So it's no need to go in from into that part of survival mode, because I believe survival mode has levels. Um, and where we know, yes, we know that there are systems against us. Yes, we turn it off. Turn it off. You do not have to stay in that mindset of, I got to dodge this. I got to dodge that. Because before you know it, your life has literally passed you by. But you were so busy ducking and dodging and pulling it that you, if you trip and fall, everything will break. If you trip and fall, you won't be able to recover because you spent that time in survival mode. Survival mode is literally for those dangerous situations, which is why you shouldn't live in it. And if you're living in it and you know, you know, cause like she said, like it's going to hit you. It's, you you won't be like, ah, I'm, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Ah, 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 ah. I'm, oh, I know it's not coming. And then something come from behind and go, Boop, and you fall. If you're constantly in survival mode, you won't be able to get up. So to prevent that, like she said, those, those small victories, y'all, if you ever wonder why I celebrate small victories, that's why. For instance, I, y'all know, we don't cook. <laughs> okay? We don't cook. For almost the last month, my husband has been working, um, longer hours again survival mode longer hours but that's because we have goals so we know it's hustle time that's another level of that survival mode when i said there were levels to it when it's time to hustle it's hustle time so as a wife as a companion as a partner okay you won't get home in time for x y and z no i i can't stand because he is the worst thing in the world i think it's stupid but we have children and we have to eat. And right now we are hustling due to money. So what I'm not about to do is go ahead and spend it. So baby girl, it's time for you to put, while he in survival mode over here in the hustle, it's time for you to be in the survival mode over here and, and, and get picking up the slack. And picking up the slack was getting your tail in that kitchen and cooking. Even though you don't like it, getting your tail in that kitchen and cooking and that's what i've been doing um i hate it i feel I like it. the hustle and the sacrifice that's a that's a that's a wine for another time 
because the hustle yeah. and the sacrifice is is there. Um, I'm I'm gonna just say this to the point of it is what it is. Here's here's what I want people to understand as well. Stop applying that statement where it doesn't. It is what it is. Is life. Life is the it. Life is life. It is what it is. Life is what life is. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's not speaking Barbara. That's not speaking Tony. That's not speaking your, your boss. That's not speaking your boyfriend, your girl. None of that. Because I hear too many people going, I mean, he just going to be like that. It is what it is. She just that way, man. It is what it is. If she is who she is and he is who he is, and that does not, that's a failure to compute with you. You don't have to stay, baby. Leave. And I'm not speaking that just from romantic relationships. I'm speaking as jobs and friendships, jobs and professional relationships. Leave. I definitely left my last one, and I'm not at all saying that it was easy. It's easy. It took me two years and going back to school to get out of the job that I was in. But after three years, I said, "Oh, I don't." As Michelle said, "You don't have to stay there. I, my life doesn't have to end here. If this is but one job in a world full of millions." This, I do not have to stay where I'm not appreciated. And after three years, I know that I'm not. So I, I again, hustle. I'm going to stay here with a focus and a goal because that's different. That's a different level of survival when you got to focus and a goal. Right. Now I hustle. I'm going to focus and I'm going to do this so that I'm going to go to school and I'm not trying to get a new job while in school. I'm going to suffer through, pay this, and then I'm going I'm to find a new job. It took me six months six to nine months to really find a new job right and that's but I still hustle. compared to most but the point in that is you 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 you, you, you don't have to you, stay you, you don't, don't have, have to stay, stay. and you got it, that intentionality you have to be intentional you have to take a step back and like she said question yourself am i coping what mode am i in am i coping am i in survival mode at, at what where am i you, and the goal the goal should be thriving. So I was in survival hustle mode to get to thriving. I'm in this job right now that I hate <clears throat> taking this, taking full, full-time job with a full-time workload to get this certificate because my goal is to thrive. I cannot thrive here. But sometimes you have, let me, let me tell y'all, and I'm really not a Bible person, but uh, they walk 40, 40 years through the, through the desert for a purpose. Purpose, people, purpose. The word that everybody likes to use and throw around, really live into it. So when people say it is what it is, don't overuse that, sweetheart, homie, my, my dude. Do not overuse that it is what it is. That's life. If what's happening to you is not life-based, if it's a person-based, it can change. Life is disease. And even then, you can still fight back. Life is this job that you thought was great, you get in there, the culture's terrible, but you can still leave. Like you are never, you are not stuck anywhere until you're dead. That's it. So that's what I will say to that. And as far as, again, like Michelle said in the beginning, it's going to take a toll on your health, if nothing else. And for all of these women out here talking about, oh, I want here and here. And I'm only saying that because I'm so tired of Instagram ads constantly sending me long hair ads keep that over there but for everybody obsessed with long hair that stress is not gonna help you <laughs> it's not 
I don't care how much cheve powder you put in your hair. I don't care how much rosemary mint oil you put in your hair. I don't care how much stuff you put in your hair, sweetheart. If you're stressed from the inside out, it's not going to matter. Your hair is still going to fall out. It is, period. That's it. That's it. You can take all of those oils and eat and drink arsenic. And guess what? It won't matter. You can take a, a mercury shot and it's going to void everything you just did. Like, guys, okay? We don't give enough credit to the internal. We don't. And we really need to. So the whole thing about it is what it is, sit that down. The final thing that I'm going to say is a lot of life is people. And you can't mm -hmm. control another person. You're not, you're not, let me tell you what the best thing ever said to me that I've held on to my many, many years. This man, and I have to shout him out every time I say this, Dax Watson, thank you for this profound statement that you laid on me in the ninth grade. And he was only in like the 10th, maybe the 11th. And he literally, we were talking, it had nothing, to, I don't even remember where this came from because we weren't even talking about relationships. But this man came to me and was like, you're not compatible with everybody. As simple as that statement is, it's the damn truth. You're not compatible with every job. You're not compatible with every romantic relationship. You're not compatible with every friendship. And even if you started that way, you may not be that way three years, three months, or 30 days later. You are constantly evolving. People are constantly evolving. Life is constantly happening. Cope when you need to. Survive when you need to. Get out of the survival mindset as fast as you can. And if you got to mentally switch that from, I'm not surviving, I'm hustling, Fine, because hustling should indicate that you have a goal and that goal should get you to thriving. So that's that, keep that as your focus is thriving and, and to me, everything else should fall in line, but it's a mindset. It's definitely a mindset. That's what I got. Yeah, I think both, I think overall the topic today is just speaking to just that, your mindset. And I know we hear that so often, but it's so true. Um, Remember what they tell you? Remember those commercials? A mind is a terrible thing to waste. But oh it God. is. And <laughs> I just see the chick with the frying pan and the egg and going and crazy the in the house. Man, <laughs> man. Your brain, this is your brain. This on is your drugs. brain on drugs. <laughs> a mind is a terrible thing to waste. And as funny as that is, um, with us, you know, with the flashback and the uh, illustration of the egg and the frying pan, it that's that's exactly what we're saying survival mode can be the egg and the frying pan and boom you know because your mind is your your mind needs to relax your mind is ultimately it's an organ but it's a muscle you know it grows you know it develops so we have to use it and when we are overusing it like you know when you over exert a muscle it can pop that ner nervous breakdown anxieties um depression depression all of those are signs of one stress but also your 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 brain your muscle is 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 over you're you're, you're spending too much time in a mode whether it's survival coping um anything that it, sh it shouldn't have to be it's in a constant tightness this isn't a constant like I don't, I'm, the word is escaping me. 
So it's, your like, ba- it's your body trying to warn you that there's yeah, about it's to your body fire. saying, hey, 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 overload. You know, it's your radiator saying, hey, we're overheating. You're about to crack. It's that, you know, all of the analogies because I can't get my, voc- my vocab together, okay? But when those things start to happen, you have to stop. You have to take a break. You have to step back. You have to reevaluate. You have to go back to your plan. Go back to your drawing board. Write your vision and make it plain. Write that vision down. Write that goal down. Write the hustle down. Step back and wait. Why am I like this? Uh, and I'm speaking from experience as someone who, out the blue one day, had developed anxiety attacks. Didn't even know I had them. I had an anxiety attack at work and I thought I was fine. Like the whole time trying to figure out why is my body reacting this way? What is going on? I felt no control. My body was literally saying, you're doing too much. To the point where my body shut down. Like literally it's like, okay, cut off, rest. I've had that happen to me twice. So I had to take some steps back, go back, reevaluate some things, see what was causing the thing which is why I am an advocate for therapy because that helps um, to, to, for you to at least navigate where to go. If you, if you don't have the discipline to do it on your own, that's what therapy is for, to have someone there to help you to help you to navigate, not to manipulate or tell you exactly what to do, just to help you make decisions on you and, and to get out of, if nothing else, that survival mode, to get out of that passive aggressive oh, I'm just living, I'm just here, I don't matter, because that's not true. You do matter. The decisions that you make do matter. And even if you don't have children, they do matter because it affects someone else's life. If someone is watching you, someone is always watching you, you you never know the life that you might touch. And it might not be a child. It could be in a full-blown grown adult who saw how you handled the situation and was like, oh, wow. I wouldn't have thought to handle it that way, but because they saw you demonstrate that, they now know another way to handle the situation. So you may have potentially taken them out of that survival mode or just, oh, I'm I'm just here to them actually going, oh, well, wait a minute. Oh, okay. I can do that, you know, um, into a mode where they go, oh, I can celebrate. Oh, I did, I did this the last time, but I did this different this time. And bam, look what happened. I don't feel pressure. I don't feel stressed out. I don't feel drained. So we, we have to, um, all in all, let my key points to all of this is, let's, as a community, work to get out of survival mode, work to uh, not just cope with issues address and move forward um to set goals learn that no is not a bad word and breathe and take care just relax like treat yourself that's those are my five points i hope that you all got something from that and i I don't think we went on too many rambling tangents i think we did good this episode but (laughs) But 
all in all, I hope you guys grabbed some wonderful information from this. Um, life is a journey and it has ups, it has downs, twists, turns, roundabouts, loop de loops, and backwards steps. If you ever but, play shoots or ladders or candy land, that's like, look, look, right? All shoots and ladders just to get on my nerves. Like <laughs> it, it, it is what it is. Um, but we we can't we can't stay in survival mode. We can't stay in we can't continue to just cope with things. We have to be all in all, guys, be intentional, make decisions soundly, and if you're confused, seek wisdom. A wise counsel is good. And if you don't have one, pray about it. God will send one to you. And that's all I got. <laughs> that's, that's truly all I got. I, 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 that's all I got. Okay. And on that note. On that note, we're going to say. Here's today. So, Siobhan, let us know your rating on your wine from uh, Romano. I actually like this Liberty, but y'all, my bottle of sweat in my, my house is, my room is hot. Um, it says they're chilled, and it was better at the beginning because it was chiller. So I'm going to it was, yeah, it was more chill. It was more chill. It was chiller. It was chiller. More chill. It was chilling. So I'm going to give it a three, five because chill, this is great. This is, they, they told you how to serve this. They told you and they meant it. Um, I completely agree with the pasta. It has in, in the shellfish, um, with the white pasta, I think it has a slight oaky scent to it. I'm not sure what, I really do actually like this. I think I just need it chilled. This was, it's a good winter wine. If you're in a colder place or if you got climate controlled rooms, cause I do not, <laughs> um, I would definitely recommend it. I do. I did really like it. I think it's, it's. A medium body, which I like. Um, I don't really like heavy bodies. I like medium to light. Uh, it's a, it's a good medium body. I don't think it's it's not that acidic, which I appreciate too. I don't like the feeling like I'm slob sliving over here. Um, it's Christmas clean. I'm curious what the blend is because it says it's a blended white wine. Um, I don't really know. I taste something that's Riesling-esque in it. I'm just not sure what the other would be. And I don't have a whole large white, you know, array for you that I can give y'all. I don't feel like there's a Chardonnay in it. I don't feel that dry, but I feel like there's a Riesling and a Pinot, probably a Pinot Gris or a Pinot Grigio and a Riesling and something else. Um, but I did enjoy this. So yes, yeah, three, 3.5. Definitely. Oh. Sure. Okay. Okay. Um, I love this one. This to me, this wine here is a, a everyday wine. This is something that I feel that after a hard day, a soft day, whatever type of day, if I want a glass of wine, this could be a go-to. This would be a go-to for me um you got the dryness but you got the subtlety the subtle sweetness it wasn't overpowering 
it sits on your palate nicely. It is clean. It is, um, I would say light to medium body. It's not heavy. It's, it's, it definitely, it said seafood things. Like I feel like that would be good. I feel like even with this, you might get away with a small steak. Like a very, not a heavy, not a big, like, you know, T-bone, but a nice filet mignon, you might get away with it. Um, I really enjoyed this. It is still cold. This, to me, this is something you definitely, I don't know, room temperature, I feel like you'd be like, eh, okay. But serving this cold, chilled, spot on. I give this a 4.5. Um, I really enjoyed this bald eagle. This, this was, this, this one for me, it was not. Like to the point where I was like, ooh. That's the last to the wine now. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which, ladies and gentlemen, join us live this last Saturday um, for the wine out where you will, well, I will get to taste the wines that she picked from Romano's Vineyards and Winery, and she'll get to taste the ones that I, that I picked. Um, I'm actually kind of excited about this one um, because we, you know, we went together. If you guys haven't seen the vlog for this, go see it. It's a quick seven, eight minutes, you know, of your time, you know. Go see it, hit the like, subscribe, share it with your friend, visit Romano. It's cool. It's a cool, nice little drive if you're um in Maryland. Um, and I need to go back for another slushy. But you know what? And that's <laughs> what I meant to say. This thing would make an awesome slushy. I I I need them to slushify this. If this were a slushy, five hands up. I'm only giving it a three five because it got warm. I think chilled it will be a four. So I'm looking forward to trying it on a cooler, uh-huh. And say a cooler day because it's starting to just be hot. But <laughs> I may have to try this after it hasn't sat out. Cause again, by the time we started, y'all, it was already sweating. The bottle still perspiring. The conversations are happening. But this would be an awesome slushy. Like it's not, it's a good semi-sweet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know I, I i was like oh if they slushy this thing i would have a problem yeah yeah like this this is one of them ones where y'all had an episode when i went to see my grandmother where i finished a whole bottle by myself but this would be one of those situations and that was not intentional but i did it and it's very rare but i did it so this would be definitely one of those ones where i have to go yeah we're we, we gonna put this up because I did this by myself. I don't need no help. Um, so really, really enjoyed it. 4.5 for me. Um, and ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the conclusion of another wonderful executed episode of A Little Something to Wine About with your host, Ty Michelle. And Siobhan Camille. Be sure to like, share, subscribe, and comment below. Let us know, are you surviving? Are you coping? Are you celebrating those small victories? Have you learned that no is good to go? Let us know below. We'd like to hear from you. And as always, 
says nothing wrong with a little wine. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just okay. a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. There y'all. <laughs> Thank you for whining with us on this episode of A Little Something to Whine About. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to join us live the last Saturday of every month on YouTube or Instagram. And we'll see you next Wednesday for more fun, more laughs, and of course, more wine.